Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Consumers are learning that when it comes to the integrity of these components, the seeing isn't always believing. Imagine how this may apply to EV battery packs and vehicles that have been in an accident. Are they still okay? How would you know? I got to admit, though, the first question I had as the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety started testing EVs in offset front and side impact crashes is how was the integrity of the batteries? Here's something that I did not fully realize or appreciate at the time. Obviously, you know, you would know if the batteries had been breached. That's one thing. I mean, physically breached if the accident was bad enough and exposed part of the battery. But let's start with battery construction these days. Typically, most EV makers build what they call the skateboard. That is that the floor of your vehicle, the, the base of your vehicle, the floor pan, is actually the battery pan where the batteries reside. You are sitting in an EV. You are sitting on top of the batteries in your vehicle. That's where they generally are. They run underneath that for packaging. On the one hand, it makes the vehicle incredibly more rigid. It also makes the vehicle much heavier. But it also brings the sides of this battery pack of many different cells to the edge. So if you get into, if you're T-boned, it would have the greatest risk of breach. Here's the question, though. Obviously, in a major collision, you would assume that the batteries have been breached. What constitutes a minor collision and how do you know there's not damage actually inside the battery pack? Why does that matter? Think about this. You have a lot of little cells in the battery. You have a positive terminal and a negative terminal. If the batteries are damaged where the seal that keeps these apart are compromised and they're pushed together, you get an internal short. An internal short in that battery is the grounds for a thermal runaway or those fires that you've seen on the internet that they can't put out. That's what a thermal runaway is. It generates heat, turns into fire. They can't put it out. And the lithium batteries we currently use are very susceptible because of that lithium slurry. And they're working to get away from that. But right now, today, it's a real risk. There's a company called Taifang, and they have something called the Battery Intelligent Monitoring System that leverages the company's elastic wave technology, which is pretty cool, to monitor and report collisions experienced by EV batteries. They've developed a system, which is kind of like some sort of invisible elastic shell that will allow a vehicle to notify predetermined people it needs to notify in cases of accident, uh, any kind of compromise where the vehicle may be damaged, either by human touch or a vehicle accident or whatever. They've expanded this to include the health and condition of batteries. Because honestly, how do you know? And with the, with the danger they're in, and it makes the total difference, if the batteries are compromised, the vehicle's not safe. And you shouldn't even be driving it. But maybe you get into a slight fender bender, you think you're okay because it didn't hit the batteries or the batteries weren't deformed in any way, when in actuality, it may have knocked something loose deeper than the battery. And you may not necessarily be aware of it, and you're driving down the road thinking everything's okay. Or you take it home, or you park it. You think everything's okay until your garage and maybe half your house burns down because you weren't okay. 
This is what this system is going to do. I really think this is probably the next level and where EVs need to go. We need ways internally to monitor the safety condition, degradation, and chemical change of these EV batteries. Think of it kind of like your oil pressure indicator. In an internal combustion engine, if your oil pressure runs low, if your oil runs out, your engine seizes because of friction and you've got a 600 pound doorstop. You get a series of warning lights if things are not going okay. Same things if you blow a leak in a radiator. You have some idea. There was a number of GM models back in the 90s that actually had designed what they call a limp home mode that if you lost all the coolant, in your radiator, the vehicle would still allow you to drive so many miles without further damage to the engine. I mean, you were only doing 20 miles an hour, but it beat being stranded. You had a way to get home. In the case of an EV system, knowing the internal condition because you can't see what's going on in the inside. It's not gonna necessarily leak fluid. It's not gonna necessarily be deformed, but there may actually be compromised damage. And you need to know that. In the past, collision perception methods based on acceleration have faced tenacious challenges. They include the inability to accurately detect subtle micro collisions, as well as the issue of false triggering in non-collision scenarios. It's led in the difficulties in effectively monitoring and perceiving mild collisions. Let me add this. From an insurance standpoint, Knowing the condition of the battery, which is a major piece and value of your EV, makes all the difference in the world. Also, something that a question that came up uh, that I've asked not lately, but a number of months ago. Let's say you're in the market for a used EV. I got a question for you. How do you know the condition of that battery? How do you know how much life you got in it? How do you know it wasn't previously damaged? How do you know there's no problems with it? Oh, you took it around the block, it ran fine. But maybe the problem is doesn't manifest itself unless it's been running a while or at a certain speed or whatever. You don't know. You need to know. This is one step in, in that direction. As I said earlier, a typical EV architecture brings the battery pack close to the outer edges of the vehicle, making the pack vulnerable to side impacts. And unless you've got some sort of way for that battery pack to tell you, I'm okay, I'm not okay, I'm okay at this level, this is what's going on, it could get really ugly really fast. Nailing the intensity of collisions to the chassis is important as it provides battery damage data and early warning alerts to drivers or remote operators. What they're looking at is they're laying the groundwork for remote monitoring of an autonomous vehicle. If the vehicle's going about its business, maybe it's between, and we're talking really about 10 years from now, 10 to 15 years from now, but maybe it's going between customers, between clients, or between a couple households that share it, gets into an accident. Maybe it's not the type of accident, oh, it runs over a curb or something, or it hits something in the road, you know, that damages it, but not noticeably on the outside. It would be good to know that. And this is where they're going. There's a European standard that requires that systems must come to what they call safe voltage within 60 seconds after an accident. And that's something we need to know. We've come to the end of our program. Be sure to join me again right here next time. This has been the Tech Mobility Show. 
The Tech Mobility Show is a copywritten production of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Tech Mobility Productions Incorporated. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than the full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts. Social media. It's the place to be who are no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. Several times a week, I post to TikTok several of the topics that I cover on my weekly radio show. It's another way to keep up on mobility, technology, news, and information. I've built quite a library of short videos for your viewing pleasure, so be sure to watch, like, and subscribe. That's the Tech Mobility Show on TikTok. Check it out. To learn more about the Tech Mobility Show, start by visiting our website. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. The website is a treasure trove of information about me and the show, as well as where to find it on the radio across the country. Keep up with the happenings at the Tech Mobility Show by visiting techmobility.show. That's techmobility.show. You can also drop us a line at talk at techmobility.show. Do you listen to podcasts? Seems that most people do. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. If you missed any of our weekly episodes on the radio, our podcast is a great way to listen. You can find the Tech Mobility Podcast just about anywhere you can enjoy podcasts. Be sure to follow us. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many platforms in between, we are there. Just enter the Tech Mobility Podcast in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.